Welcome everybody to the Penalty Box. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. Welcome to Drop the Gloves where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. Shenanigans! Oh boy, man, what a week it's been and what a, man, what a weekend it's going to be. And uh, got recording, got brewery tour, got fantasy draft, got a visit to the gauntlet, I mean, just jam-packed jam- weekend. Jam-packed weekend. Bengals game. Got a Bengals game uh, Friday night. Yep. They play uh, before Fr- the Friday night, right? No. Or, or is it Saturday? Night? It's Sunday. Oh, jeez, I can't keep. Yeah, oh. I thought it was tonight too until I looked at. Uh, <laughs> that was last. Guess. That was last week. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. I'm thinking of last week, and that so uh, we'll we'll get into uh, Bengals preseason football. Uh, probably some fantasy talk and that before tomorrow night as uh, as we go to the gauntlet. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into a few things. Uh, Mike's got uh, a lot on his mind regarding a certain uh, Browns player. Uh, oh, I'm, full, I'm fully loaded. <laughs> uh, got some hockey news and we'll just talk random stuff here and there. But uh, first, let's crack open some beers. Yay! Uh, these beards need a beer. So, you are correct, sir. We got uh, we just came back from uh, the Fort Mitchell uh, Kroger location I was telling Mike about last week, uh, and saw this, and Mike picked it up. So, uh, Mike, what do we got here? We got Founders Solid Gold Premium Lager. It's uh, four point four. Alcohol by volume, and where are you from? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you, Charlie. Founders Brewing Company, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yep. Brewed for the U.S. Damn Skippy. Well, thank you, uh, Founders. So, uh, let's get to it then. Hopefully, hopefully I can... What? Not jack this up like I have been. (laughs) Uh, Well... When we're at the gauntlet uh, Saturday night, I'll count all the all of yeah. them down. How about that? That's good. All right, three, two, one, crack. What? I just, I, I, I we nailed it. Yeah, I was about to say, what just, did we do wrong? I thought no, that no, was no, great. No. We, I, I'm just, I'm in my head, man. I'm in my head. You're thinking too much about it. You just gotta. It's, it's just a little finger action there. Little finger action. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Sorry, the, you opened the door, yes, buddy. Yes, I did. Mm, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm. Not bad for a premium lager. I mean, we've never had founders before. This is the first time, to my knowledge, that we've had them. I think that. Um. Uh, they've been brewing oh since 1997. Woo! Uh, so when I graduated high school, I'm not gonna say my age. Last week was all the old, old man jokes. So I'm gonna leave, leave uh, my comment off the table there. Ooh, there's a first thing for everything there, Charlie. So, because uh, if I because if I tell you my age or, or anything about 1997 and be like, oh, we're just egging it on, and I don't want to do that. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to spare you. Come in. It is what it is. Ding. Ding. Okay, fine. You want to be like that. You're 33. I'm... S- no, I'm not! Giving me an extra year? 32. Oh. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I'm nine years older than you. Oh, boy. Ooh. 11. Ele- oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh. I was trying to soften the blow for myself. Yeah. Yeah, what else? Mm. All right. Beer's cracked. So, uh, like we said last week, uh, by the time uh, when this uh, episode comes out, uh, we have already gone to the Alexandra Brewing Company. Uh, check them out and uh, review to be posted at a later date, along with all the other ones that we are behind on. So, yeah, need to, need to get cracking on that. But, um... All right, let's get to sports. Sports. All right, Mike. Do you wanna? Do you want to unleash what you oh, have? Oh, l- let me let me keep brewing. Or do you want to brew? A little I want I want to let it marinate. Okay. So, so I'm good. Good and good and. So you're good and ready. Yeah, good okay. and ready. Do you think you can hold it? Are you, Are you gonna hold it for the second hour? Or are you gonna? Do you think it's gonna come out before the first hour even closes? We'll see. Okay. Then, then I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna steer this ship away from NFL football for a few minutes. Okay. So I'm gonna educate our listeners here. Brief moment. Uh, so guys, uh, we used to have an episode on uh, Anchor, Spotify, and all the places. It was called One on One with Mike, and for uh, I'll say copyright reasons, it got taken down. Uh, due to uh, music that we used as the intro. So it's no longer there. But we still count it even though it's not there. But uh, don't know if you guys know this or not, whether you're in the U.S., Canada, wherever you are listening to us, Mike and I, though we are cousins, we did not go to the same high school. (laughs) And uh, Mike went to a school called Newport Central Catholic, NCC, and I went to a school called Bishop Brossert in Alexandria, where we're going to be going for the Alexandria Brewing Company tour, and would won't be too far from actually my high school alma mater. Um, but anyway, so these two schools, you think you think Red Sox versus Yankees rivalry is is big between me and Mike? I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I would not compare that to Red Sox Yankees. No, I, I've. I feel like because growing up it was NCC or Brosser. You had very few people who went to Campbell County. You had very few people go to like any other school, Covington Catholic well, or or those were the only two Catholic high schools in Campbell County. Yes. Yes, they were, but I'm just saying that there were So you pretty much I mean, but SOL. Well, I mean if you wanted to continue the Catholic education, you could go to either one of those. If not, then you were open to any of the other possibilities in the county. Yeah. I mean, you had Campbell County, you had Newport, you had Bellevue, you had Dayton. Silver Grove. Uh, Silver Grove. Um, I mean, you had... Newport. Newport. And then you had all the other other schools in Kenton and... Boone counties here in northern Kentucky, greater Cincinnati area. So, I mean, but majority, I'll say 90% of probably my class 
went to either Brossard or went to Campbell County or NCC. Oh, okay. And that, and that the other ten percent got scattered wherever. But anyway, going back to uh, the different schools, high school football starts this week for us. Woo woo! And that so uh, both our schools start. Uh, NCC will be playing Campbell County. Correct. At Thomas Moore? At Thomas Moore. Wow. At uh, a local college. Uh, they're now Division Two. I don't know. Thomas Moore is Division Two. I don't know. Okay. But Thomas Moore is a local college in the area. Um, they were Division Three. I guess. I, I thought they moved up to Division Two. I guess. Um, but so Campbell County versus NCC. So you got Thoroughbreds versus Camels. In case anybody was wondering what the mascots were. And then Bishop Brossard also plays, um, as of this recording, um, the Dayton. Mo- yeah, Dayton High School. And it's the Dayton Green Devils versus Bishop Brossard Mustangs. So you can kind of see where the rivalry is. <laughs> I mean, one, you're the, two, you're the main two Catholic schools in Campbell County. One in one is northern Campbell County, one is southern Campbell County. But then you throw in the two uh, mascots, both being horses. One is a thoroughbred, one is a Mustang, and then it just unravels from there. Yeah. And so Mike and I, we were our, we were talking about this while coming back from our beer run, and uh, we were, oh man, you'd think. Uh, we were in high school or something, saying, like, my school's better, my school's better. And I never that, said that. No, no, I know you didn't, but you, as we're pulling up to the studio, and that I'm like, there's just been, there's always been this rivalry between our two schools, and you said, oh, not that much, and, that, and you thought football, and I said, I wasn't even talking football. I'm talking about in general. Our schools have a rivalry doesn't matter what sport it is. Yes, NCC has had a football team since the dawn of existence. I mean, it was like one of the things God created on the seventh day, just to be, you know. Shits and giggles. Yeah, shits and giggles. Just like, oh, I'm going to, Newport Central Catholic High School has a football team, seventh day. Didn't involve Adam and Eve, but I, I, I'm going to make a football team. It's like, Done. Uh, Brosser didn't get a football team. My school didn't get a football team until 2006? Yeah, like 20 years after I graduated high school. And, uh, <laughs> but, like, until I was a sophomore. Like, I was a sophomore, and I was a part of the very first Bishop Brosser football team. And that, and then they were all, I mean, there were talks of these guys going, um, we, we had to go out and find teams to play us that first year. Yeah, I mean, we 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 had fundraisers. We tried to get money to raise for equipment, pads, helmets, gear, and everything. Now you got a multi-million dollar complex. Now there's a multi-million dollar complex. They have their own field now. Um, Yeah, I mean that's that's, one thing you can say that you have. Brosser has that NC doesn't. Their own field. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, because we well the first year that we were in existence. We played NCC JV team and we played it on 
at, at NCC, the field that's right next to the school. Oh, yeah, the practice field. Yeah, the practice field. And uh, I, I loved how you could only kick the field goal in one direction. So even if you score down at the far end, you had to go all the way down to the other end of the field to kick the field goal. Because if you kicked it over on the other side, it'd just go over the hill. <laughs> Those during during uh, during uh, late October, early November months during the football season, a little. A little nippy up on that hill. Oh, yeah, I bet. The wind whipping around. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I know. Oh, yeah. I froze my ass off. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like, yeah, on top of that hill, in like the one of the biggest hills in Newport or in northern Kentucky, and that you, yeah, you're on, you're literally on top of a hill. And, and you're on a, I mean, you have just enough room for the school and a football field <laughs> on top of that. Yeah. And that. Everywhere else is your slopes and curves and everything and yeah, oh yeah, I I, re- I remember being up there at least once and that was for that game against NCC. We got killed. <laughs> and that, hey, first year in, I mean, we we had to know that the odds are stacked against us. First time yeah. ever, we're a ragtag bunch. Of, You're the bad news bears of high school football. Uh, we're the replacements. I mean, we're I mean, we're the little giants, and that I mean, we're every underdog you can think of. We're the we're the uh, Texas State armadillos, and that some of us were playing Iron Man football because half of our roster was inelig- academically ineligible. I was playing two way at one point, and that I was first string offense. First string special teams, and at one point I was first string defense, and I played all three in one game. Nice. And that, but uh, one 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 thing about my football days. So I only played one season. I played that first year because after that they were like, okay, after this we're going to be division or we're going to be one A. And we're going to play the likes of Bellevue, Dayton, Beachwood, uh, Newport, and then Beachwood. And I was like, Beachwood? Like, you're Beachwood? And because Beachwood is like one of the, one of the powerhouses in 1A, along with NCC. And that well, I think they moved, I think they moved up. And that, well, was. So yeah, was, was. Was at the time. They were the, they were the powerhouse. I mean, oh, it's between it was between NC and Beachwood. Yeah, every year. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, and so it was. And then you had Ludlow, Bellevue, and Dayton. Ludlow, Bellevue, Dayton, Newport. Newport was two. Were they two? They were two. Okay. I think. I pulled it up just to be safe here. Wow! So they opened up with Dayton last year. Brossard did. Oh. Uh, Brossard opened up with Dayton last year, and Brossard ended up going to the state quarterfinal last year and losing. Interesting. And that, so they had a pretty good run last year. Didn't know that. Yeah. So the Brossard schedule is Dayton, Newport, Bellevue, Holy Cross, Lloyd, Ludlow, Nicholas County, Bracken County, Bracken, Bracken, go fight win. Um. Paris, Kentucky, and then finish off the season senior night with Pendleton County. Interesting. 
Uh, so let's go to this. I, I think I know we play Roger Bacon, or I shouldn't say we because I don't go there anymore. But New New Cath plays Roger Bacon, mm. and then Newport's Newport Central, their season this year. Campbell County, like we said, then Holmes. Yep, Roger Bacon, Walton Verona, Holy Cross, Newport, Ludlow, Dayton. Bellevue, and then senior night against Beachwood. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to pull up standings here, but I guess they don't have it, um, which is weird. So yeah, I just want I wanted to give some I get, wanted to give our listeners a little bit of background because we were talking about this while we were coming back from the beer run. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, how we're just talking and we're just chirping back and forth about e- each other's schools and the rivalry and the teams and. Everything. I remember one year. I remember one year you uh, when you were still in high school or or after you graduated or something. You sent me a picture of you wearing a. Your football jersey with a Jason mask or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I called myself the Brosser uh, Heckler from Hell. Because uh, I still had I still had some old football gear. Yeah. And I went to all the football games. Like, I, I didn't play my junior and senior year. And I don't think it would have mattered if I played either way. Because after my sophomore year, we went four and six in our very first year ever. Yeah. And... I mean, second game of the year we won. I mean, senior night was, whew, what a game. Man, went into uh, overtime was a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, but I mean, I was allowed to keep my um, – I call – my teammates called them oven mitts. But, I mean, it was my forearm pads. Yeah. And that – so – because my, my forearms got bruised like no other, like during practice and games. And finally, I was just like, I need something to protect my forearms here because I'm, like, getting killed. And so we go out and we bought these giant white forearm pads or whatever. And my teammates called them uh, oven mitts because they took up my whole entire forearm and, and my hand. So I was allowed to keep those because those were mine. I purchased them for me. Uh, or mom and dad purchased them the, them for me. I got to keep my practice jersey. Yeah. And there's nothing special about it. It was just a green practice jersey. Um, I still had all my uh, Brossert football gear, like uh, the, the team shirt. The uh, shimmel shirt. Yeah. Um, to, uh, like the practice gear and everything. Th- those were mine to keep. And then I had a white, uh, yeah, I had a white. Uh, Jason mask or a hockey goalie mask, and I, I went to all the home games dressed up like that. And at first, people were kind of like, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, and I'm like, "I'm, I'm going to a football game." It's like, I mean, come on, you're, you're going to give a, a teenager crap about going to a football game like this? I mean, granted, they granted my. I shouldn't even say my team. But granted, the team went 0-20 from junior year to senior year. They won a single game. But I was there junior and senior year. I was with – I, I was going to be there. I was going to cheer them on no matter what. There were games where it was close. 
but no cigar. And then there were games where it was just like you got donkey stuff. I mean, I mean, by the third quarter, the ref was just like, "Keep the clock running. Keep the clock running. It's that bad. Keep it going." <laughs> and that, um, I mean, I, I I did get pictures with some people. Some people came up to me and they were like, "Look at this guy" or whatever. And yeah. And that and. There were other times where I got heckled back from the opposing team uh, students or whatever. I mean, but I'm a senior, or I was a senior, and I didn't care. It's like, yeah, so what if you guys are beating us? But I'm, I'm still here. I'm still dressed up. I'm having a good time. It's like, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I do remember that. And then I stupidly decided to paint it green. Um, for basketball season, <laughs> I was like white for, was for football season. And then I painted it green, and painting it green was a mistake because it just looked awful. I mean, it, I mean, it it took away the scariness of it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it wasn't like it was an actual Jason mask where it was like red or it had the blood or anything. It was it was plain white. But I stupidly spray painted it green for ba- for basketball season because I wasn't ready to give it up. And uh, I wasn't ready to give up the heckler from hell gimmick yet. And uh, uh, this sounds like a bad, a horrible, a horrible wrestling gimmick. It, it may have sounded like a horrible gimmick, but I mean, it so, sounded like a like walk, a boogeyman. But, but walking into certain schools and wearing that mask, I mean, you would think I was. Uh, I don't want to say. I'm saying this in a joking matter, but. You would think I was a threat, <laughs> and I, I walk—I mean, I didn't have it on as I walked in or whatever. Yeah. Like I had it above my head, or I had it strapped behind my head or whatever. So, it, and I like I was two-faced or something like that. And then by the time the game started, I turned it around, put it on, and I'm like I'm in the game. I'm in the zone here. This is my thing. And that, and um, but yeah, I painted it green, and that was a mistake. Should never have done that. Should have kept it white. Should really have kept it white, but, but yeah, I mean, the, hey, it was high school. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean we, we've all done, we've all done stupid stuff in high school, or high school was a million years ago for some, some, of, us. some of us, and <laughs> and that, and would we want to go back and do it again? Probably not, but at the same time, you had one shot at it, yeah. so I I had fun doing that. I I to, to clarify for people. I did not play football. I was the football manager. Damn, son. Pound that. That's another thing about us Catholics. We pound beer. Oh, yeah. I was about to say. Was it? Oh, I, that reminds me. I had it real quick. I, okay. have a jo- I have a story slash joke. So, I was part of this campus outreach ministry uh, at NKU. Uh, it was called Campus Flood. And um, I didn't come up with the name, uh, but I was a part of it. Brit- Brittany was the one who introduced it to me when we were dating in, at NKU, and so it's um, it's we're getting started for the fall semester, and it's August. I mean, it's still hot out and everything. People, kids are moving into the dorms, getting their books and everything. So we thought of, hey, it's August. It's ninety freaking degrees outside. Let's do a giant water slide. I was like, yeah. So I'm. I mean, we're there. We're we're having a great time or whatever. And we're over on one side of the campus where we had 
a good good size hill to go down. Yeah. Everywhere else, it's kind of flat. We couldn't really do anything. And that, and we're getting people here, or there, and coming over, checking us out, and everything. And we're like, man, you would think a giant water slide would attract a lot of attention. Like people would be going, did you sit, happen to see the giant water slide on the other side of campus? No, I mean there was none of that. So it was like, you know what? I got bored waiting, and I've already gone down the water slide like ten times. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna dry off a little bit. And so I walk around, and apparently it was rush week too, for all the fraternities and sororities, and and that. So I came back with the joke to one of the campus flood people or whatever. It's like, guys, I got bad news. I don't think we can compete with what's going on on the other side of campus. And they're like, why? What is it? I think it's rush week, and I think we got a kegger on campus. <laughs> and that, and one of, and. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he looked at me with a serious face and goes, this is a dry campus. NKU's not allowed to have alcohol. And I'm like, it's a joke. Bro. First off, I'm Catholic, okay? All of our events, wakes, funerals, baptisms, confirmations, reconciliation, we all have alcohol before or after or even during the Mass. It's like, we have alcohol. <laughs> and that it's a Catholic joke. Obviously, you didn't get it because you're not Catholic. But I came back with, they got a kegger over there, man. I don't know how we're going to compete with that. And he took it seriously. And I'm like, it's a joke. It's like, dude, I'm Catholic. We drink at, I mean, if we were Jewish, we would drink at bar mitzvahs. I mean, come on. We drink at every single event, wakes, funerals. I mean, come on. There's not one after single. After church, before church. Yeah. It's like before church, after church, during church. I mean, come on. We're drinking. There's a reason why they hold, they hold bingo in the basement of the church. And if you ever notice, so they can drink. If you ever notice, there's at least one or two bars on either side of the in church in proximity of the church. Yes, yes, there is. All, so, all that, so, all that rant, just to say that me and Mike went to different high schools, and, and I didn't even get—I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I'm so here. sorry, dude. Oh, man. I'm so Forgot what I was saying. Because my story took forever. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. It, it is what it is. Dang. Dang. But, yeah. Damn you, Charlie. I'm sorry. Damn I, you straight to hell. I, I just took up all your... I took all the momentum, and I said, real quick, and yeah, it wasn't quick. Five hours later. <laughs> my bad. So, all that to say... High school football in our area is getting started, and me and Mike went to two totally different high schools. Just all that. Now, now I have, now I have the Moses beard. Now, yeah, now you have the Gandalf beard. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I like, I like the Moses beard. Okay. Hey, at least I didn't go Harry Potter on you and say the Dumbledore beard. I know. I was still know who you were talking about. <laughs> I went. I went in my spectrum. I went to my realm. Wait, there now. Of, there is something of fantasy fiction. There was something I was going to say. I, I was talking to somebody. I was comparing somebody to the little Schmeigel or my precious. Oh, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. Why do I call him Schmeigel? I, I call Gollum. Okay. I I don't know why I call him Schmeigel. 
That's why I thought his name was. Ah, see, thank, that's what I hit here. Yeah, that's what I'm here yeah, for. Okay. I, I, let's 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 reel this about, back in. I was about because to say, we for, for, for a show that says we talk sports, we're we're not really talking a whole lot. No, of sports because we're talking church. Come on, bro. Church and drinking and all the other stuff in between. Let's let's reel this shit back in. Okay, so, uh, so we'll go from high school to college. Better. And then we go to college football. So the Big Ten has signed a seven-year media deal with CBS, Fox, and NBC for a reported seven billion dollars. Yeah, I saw that. That's ridiculous. Wow. Three major networks. Ridiculous. NBC, Notre Dame is the only college football that's on NBC. Not Notre Dame. Not, not the effing Big Ten. Notre Dame. Not anymore. That's it. Not anymore. Notre Dame wants to stay on NBC. They better uh, they want to join the Big Ten now. Hell, I mean, not even on NBC. They can be on CBS or Fox now. They could be on any one of those. Well, major their, away, their away games are on either Fox or ESPN. Well, depending or, on who they play, yeah, 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 yeah. But well, now they don't have to worry about that. Their game, whether it's home or away, if they join the Big Ten, will be on any one of those three major networks. And I don't like the fact that it's CBS because CBS is SEC. It's the SEC. I don't like it. But, I mean, this is huge, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't like that they're taking CBS. CBS is uh, is SEC. ABC, is, ABC or ESPN is ACC or SEC. And Fox used to be Big Ten or, or Pac-12. Or Pac-12. Now there's no Pac-12. There's no TV deal for the Pac-12. Pac-12 screwed. It'll Pac-12 will only have to be will only be able to market in local networks, and that like um, no I I was I was going to say like Fox Sports something, but no, you can't do that because Fox Sports has a deal with because now you have a deal with the Big Ten. Fox has a deal with Big Ten. You're not going to have Fox Sports uh, West or. Fox Sports. You never know. You, Fox Sports CA or for California for for these teams or whatever. Like Washington going down to play uh, Cal? You're not going to have that. Stanford? Stanford? You're not going to have that. Because Fox will own the rights of, of, of putting out a college football game. Any more college football starting to irritate me. Why, why, why is college football... And just with all the... The NIL deal, the Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher thing, Brian Kelly, or head coach, it's not even Brian Kelly, head coaches going from one school to another, kid, kids going from one school to another without sitting out a year. It's just one big cluster. <laughs> and that that's all I can say. It's a, it's a cluster. I think de- there are details that still need to be worked out. The, there's Among all of these, all of these. It, it's just a shit show, and that, that's it's that's what it's coming to. They they need to 
figure out what they're going, what they want to do. The NCAA has to figure out what the hell they're going to do and do it instead of just letting everybody think this is the wild, wild west and do whatever the hell they please. Mm-hmm. It's just, it doesn't make any damn sense. But there again, my a quarter of my opinion couldn't buy you a cup of coffee. I mean, there's a lot that needs to be figured out because we're 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 seeing an era of college football that some are excited for, and then there are some who are just like, "This could hurt the game." And I believe we're entering an era where this is going to hurt college football. It is. It's going to hurt college sports in general, not just football. It's going to hurt college athletics, period. And that because. There needs to be some sort of regulation on the NIL. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out here, and I don't like, I mean, we don't talk about this stuff, but, I mean, politics-wise, I don't like regulation. It's like if you fail, you fail, and you move on. And that if you put regulation in place, it makes, there's guidelines or safety nets or whatever. But for this thing to be put in place, the NIL, where there is no cap limit, on what a team, what a college can spend on paying players to come to play for them. That that's wrong because the teams like Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, uh, big schools will forever take take players away from the smaller schools. The you speaking of which I I saw I was watching ESPN and there was this guy this business guy based in Miami that was facilitating money to said players for the football team and basketball team Mm -hmm. for the NIL deal or NIL so they could get paid for and they're doing commercials and I don't know what the business was but this guy is big in Florida. Yeah. And, well, in the southern part of Florida and Texas. And it's just... And then, like, Alabama or LSU has a director for uh, NIL to help people... Manage their funds or whatever. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. I mean, I just... I don't... I, I don't get this. I mean... You're college kids. You're playing amateur sports. If you think about it, it's not even amateur anymore. It's more pro-amateur. It's like semi-pro. You're playing semi-pro sport here. And that where you get to come in and study, and I'm using air quotes here, you get to study, you get to go to school in air quotes again, and you get paid to play, and that you're—I thought that's what the scholarships were for. That's what it, scholarships are supposed to be for. You get a free ride so you can go to school and play, but apparently that's not enough. It's not enough to where you still have money left over to go do whatever it is you want to do from your scholarship, because your scholarship is supposed to provide you with room board. And an education. An education. 
It's supposed to. But apparently that's not enough. And because the school because the schools use either the numbers on the superstar players' jerseys or the likeness of them in ads or whatever, promotionals, um, they, they feel like if the school's making money off of me, then I should get a chunk of it. I, I understand that argument, but at the same time, if you're a scholarship player, why do you really care about NIL? Now, if you're a player who's like not on scholarship and you're seen as a big deal and you're still used, then yeah, I think you, you do deserve some of that. But if you're a scholarship player, no. That's why I think there needs to be regulation. There needs to be some sort of cap. You can only spend this much. And that, and you can only use it on non-scholarship players. Or you can only put this much towards scholarship players. And, the, and that cap is smaller than the cap for other players. So, and th- this is another thing that I don't think is getting mentioned, too. Women's athletics. That is going to take a hit. You know, I saw... What was it last year or the year before? Uh, the when they had the the NCAA women's tournament with the guy with the men's tournament or whatever that they were when it was the bubble. Oh, okay. the the twenty uh, the twenty twenty one the uh, women NCAA yeah. tournament. Yeah, when they were still COVID cautious. Yeah. You know, the guys got all the weight rooms. and They got the, all the major the, facilities. The, yeah, yes. Exactly. And the women got it, squat. Exactly. Yes. The women's doesn't get made a big deal about. but the, They get to change in a smaller locker room. The guys get the big facilities. Yes. Yeah. It, oh, trust me. This whole NIL thing, it's going to go straight to college football or it's going to go to the major athletic programs of each school like football or basketball, all the smaller uh, athletics or the other athletic teams or whatever aren't going to get squat. No, this this is why I think there needs to be regulation as well. Because all of this money, like Alabama, is going to go straight to their football team. Ohio State, straight to the football team. Notre Dame, football. I mean, I mean, that's you need to put a cap on this thing, and you need to space it out. I mean, if it's all going to go to a certain program, then at least make the rest of the funding for the rep, like the whole school budget that they have to pass every year in order to figure out what it's going to cost to run the whole freaking university. That if you're going to pay players with NIL money, then the rest of the funds that is supposed to be designated for the football team gets cut off and you divert it to the other programs. There, there has to be regulation for this. And I, I don't believe what is, going, what is currently happening with the NIL and the mega conferences and everything that's going on with college f- sports. I'm not going to say football. College sports in general, we are entering into no man's land they're trying to figure it out on the fly. And people are getting pissed. And people are getting pissed left and right. Coaches, players, programs, de- I mean, departments all over the place. 1A, 2A, Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, SEC. Everybody's getting hurt. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Everybody's trying to keep up. And nobody's happy. That's why you need something in place. You need a, you need a set of rules, a set of guidelines, something to say, 
Okay, this is how much money you guys can bring in for NIL. This is what you get to spend on certain players or certain departments or athletes, and this is what goes to everybody else. You, I mean, because if you don't put a cap on it, all these other programs and and everything is gonna is gonna go away. There will no longer be women's softball or something or women's basketball for others for some of these major colleges. And that, or even these smaller colleges who are trying to keep up with the NIL deals. They won't. They're going to have to fold because all the money is trying to recruit, recruit in quotes, because it's not even recruiting. You're bribing. You're not trying to recruit. You're trying to bribe these guys. You're trying to bribe these athletes to come here yep. so you can play. Recruiting is pitch them an offer. Pitch them what they're going to gain, both educationally and athletically, at your school. Now you're just going up to them saying, like, what did they offer you? Because we'll, ma we'll match it and we'll give you, like, another 10000 or something. It's like, no, what, what you're doing here is called legalized bribery. Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's legalized bribery. And I don't like it because you're, this is going to hurt. I, I think from now to, I'll say the next five years, college athletics is going to take a hit. Programs are going to fold. We're going to see mega conferences come, and they'll probably go yeah. just as fast as they're coming because everybody's realizing just how dumb this idea was to try and keep up with everybody else. Because there was no regulation, there was no rules, there was no guidelines in place. There just wasn't. So, I mean, the Big Ten getting this kind of deal with three major national televised networks. I mean, there are going to be there are schools that are going to be hurt. There are going to be conferences that are going to take financial hits from oh, yeah. this. And. I mean, essentially what we're going to see is we're going to see a war on college athletics. We're going to have conferences fighting with each other for ground, for, te for national televised ground and national players. I see that. I see it happening. It's a, this is going to be a freaking war. Plain, I mean, that's as, that's as plain as simple as it's going to get. What we're what we are entering, and I mean, there's some who are going. This is the dawn of a new era. This is going to be great. This is going to be huge. At one point, I believed it when we were seeing certain schools jump from certain conferences to other ones, like UC jumping from the AAC to the Big Twelve. Like that kind of jump makes me go, "Yeah, I'm excited for UC to do that. I think yeah. that'd be a really good thing for them." But when you start throwing around the words like mega conferences and NIL deals and uh, budget uh, budget cuts to other programs. When you start analyzing the details, that's when you go, I don't think this is a good idea anymore. I don't think this is good. I think this is going to hurt college athletics. I mean, I mean, if Kentucky, I mean, because we're Kentucky fans. Yeah. I mean, if I mean, if I guarantee you, half of the half of the Kentucky Wildcats basketball team is going to get NIL money, at least half. Well, you're gonna get five to six guys, money. That shit. Basketball, that and that's that's a whole nother can of worms that has been opened too with the one and done thing. 
Well, I mean, now you got one and done, and you got the NIL money. It's not just limited to football. It's name, image, likeness yeah. to all of college athletes. Student athletes. Yeah, they're all student athletes. Doesn't matter what program. Doesn't matter what sport you're in. But you know that that NIL money is going to hit more the basketball team of UK than it will the football team. I don't know. So now all those guys who want to go play for Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, UK, uh, Michigan State, Michigan State, any of the big schools, the big name schools, and that you're going to half of their rosters are going to be bought, not recruited, bought. Bought. Yep. So it's it's no longer a recruiting process. You don't even have to watch game film anymore. You no longer have to go out and try and find the best players. You already know who the best players are. You don't really even need to study the tapes. All you have to do is go, where is he in the uh, national rankings or whatever? Like ESPN's it, top 100 yeah, the, players. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the national one top 100 players in the whole U.S. Where is he? Oh, he's number 20? Okay, let's make him an offer. Rather than, let's go pitch him the concept of what it means to be a Kentucky Wildcat. Or a Duke Blue Devil. Or a Duke Blue Devil, or whoever. And yeah. that now it's, hey, how much money do we got? Do you think we could buy him for this much? I don't like that. I'll, well, this is the thing there, too. I don't think it's the schools that are going to give its private companies or companies that uses said athlete. I don't think it's the school. The, no, school. the school is making money off of them. If they're selling jerseys with their numbers. I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying that, but the money. Yeah. Like the guy, the, the business owner in Miami. It's not coming from the University of Miami. It, the money is coming from him, the people or the Players that he goes and like, hey, I'll give you said amount of money for doing said said commercial or said a- advertisement for. But me. if he's using athletes from the school, wouldn't the school want their piece of the pie too? That I don't know. If you're gonna use if you're gonna use college athletes from the school, the school's gonna be like, yeah, you can use them, but we also get a share too. We get a piece because we're the ones who originally got these guys. So I mean, that, that, I, I don't know. I don't that, know either. But that's why that's why I think there's no laid out rules. There's no laid out. I mean, they just came out with this last year because it was like, oh yeah, it just seems fair. Seems and actually is are two different things. It's not fair. None of this is fair. I agree that I think if you're going to profit off of the name, image, and likeness of these players. To an extent, yes, they should get something. Should they get all of it? Should they get millions to come to a school where they're already probably on scholarship? Absolutely not. Does it hurt the rest of the programs? Absolutely yes. That's why I think you need to put a cap on it. College sports is going to take a hit, and for the next five years we are going to see conferences, schools, we're going to see conference Conferences go to war with each other. You're going to have teams inside each conference go to war with each other over players. You're going to have TV deals over all of this. I don't think it's going to be a pretty picture. At the end of the day, when all the smoke clears, 
all this was a bad idea. And that's why I think there needs to be regulations. Agreed. Agreed. I, I mean, I didn't mean to go that far deep or that sad or whatever, but, I mean, I mean that's my opinion. My opinion is that when it, it sounded good at the time, when you started hearing schools jump, but now that you are getting down to the details, the nitty-gritty of all of it, I don't like where it's going. The idea that you pitched the great... I mean, everybody pitched the greatest idea ever. And you, and you hooked me. Hook, line, and sinker. Like, I'm caught. Reel me in. I'm in. But then once you get on the boat and you start seeing all the dirt, the grime, and all the details that comes with it, you're just like, okay, I didn't sign up for this. As a fan, I didn't want to be a part of this. Yeah. I was I was a fan when UC was like going from AAC to the Big Twelve, like yeah, well they good, good for been, the Bearcats. But they've been talking about that for years. Yeah, they have, but now they finally made the they made the the leap. The leap, and then, but now that you've made the leap, you have all these other leaps and bounds and every and deals being made, and now it's just uh, now it's now college athletics is a war zone. Shit show. Shit show, whatever you, cluster f- whatever you want to call it. I mean, it, it I don't I know. just don't think it's good. And what's going to happen is not going to be good. And I think in the next five years, we're going to see a lot of, we're, we're going to see a lot of things go wrong. More than things will go right. I will probably have to agree with you on that. So... Um, so Mike, we're, we're nearing the end of the first hour here and we go from high school to college and I, I'm just wondering, do you, do you, can you let it out now? Can, can we end the first hour on a, on a rant? Cause I know you got one cooking. Uh, it, it, it's coming. But I don't. I, I think. I think I can hold off. I. I it's gonna. It's gonna be a, a long, long rant. So I think. I think we'll. We'll hold. We, uh. we can. We can hold it off. <laughs> a little. A little. A little cliffhanger. A little. A little. Uh, keep them on the hook for a little on, bit. On the hook. Keep them interested. You gotta keep. You know. You gotta keep the audience anticipating. To what Mike's gonna say, and where Mike, what Mike's gonna go off. Okay. So will it be like a Pittsburgh rant? We don't know yet. But you know, it's. I, I will say this, guys. When he entered the Offio before, uh, I, I we call this place the Offio because uh, half office, half studio. But when he entered the uh, when he entered the studio, um, and before we made our beer run. I looked at him and he was like steam was coming out of his ears. It was like, oh, <laughs> he he's gonna go off any minute now. <laughs> You're a pressure cooker, dude. <laughs> Ticking time bomb. All right. Well, in that case, since we're not uh, not gonna unleash Mike just yet. <laughs> If, and if you guys notice, I've been kind of quiet during this first hour. So, you know, Charlie, Charlie's been doing most of the talking. Most of it. 
So, and I, Charlie, I do apologize for you're, that you're because fine. it's just Mike. Mike's Mike's like that kid in the corner, like rocking back and forth, going any day now, any, any day, day now. any day. Ooh, um, that'd be a good photo. <laughs> Me sitting in the corner. <laughs> definitely, definitely, Judge Wapner. <laughs> definitely, Judge Wapner. Who would have thought a Rain Man quote would be? Uh, I love that movie. Uh oh, definitely an oracle. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I gotta get my I gotta get my underwear from Kmart. Definitely Kmart. <laughs> All right, so uh, with some more, um, we'll we'll stick with football for a little bit. I I mean there is hockey, guys. I we'll hold that off for the second hour as well. So uh, for football, um, let's stick with college for a moment. Um, so been seeing a lot of these Power Five. Previews circling like power. Uh, power five conference previews. Like, what oh. does each team in each conference need to do? Yeah, well, what's the main objective of the year for, for them? Uh, the Big Ten came out a few days ago. Um, I'm sick of the Big Ten already. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Big Ten either. But I mean, with all the, I'm but, just, but, I'm, but I'm with just... all the moves that they're making, it's like they're the most relevant right now. And that so, um, was it? I, I'll just go over a few teams. Okay. So Michigan is uh, projected to go uh, twelve wins. Okay. And that projected, and their object, and the objective of the year is sustainability. Can they achieve the same level as they did last year, beating Ohio State and making the playoff, and keeping Ohio State out? Ohio State is. Um, projected to win 11 games. And their objective is revenge. Rightly so. They're a little pissed off. And that given that Michigan finally pulled one over on them over the was it 8 years that Jim Harbaugh has been there? I think. And that so revenge is theirs. Uh, Michigan State projected 11 wins as well. The their objective is can they survive the transfer portal? Because a lot of their players had jumped. Um, Penn State projected to win seven. Um, their objective is to run the freaking football. Because <laughs> they uh, didn't have a single, not one game last year did they register over 100 yards in total rushing. Rushing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, let's go. Let's go down to some of the worst teams in the Big Ten, and let's just see what they got. Indiana projected to win two. <laughs> Their objective: rebounding after last year's pitiful performance. <laughs> oh, really? And rebound, and you go projected to win two. Uh, let's see here, Wisconsin. Uh, not a horrible team, but going into the other division of the Big Ten. Uh, Heisman looking to um, looking for their running back to become a possible Heisman candidate. What are they projected? Projected wins, nine. Uh, who, who is this? Because I'm, I'm disagreeing with everything that they're saying. Nebraska, final team we'll cover in the Big Ten. Uh, projected to win three. And their objective is the ultimatum for 
head coach Scott Frost. Is this the year where they finally let him go, or will they somehow find an excuse to keep him? So, that's the Big Ten. And then saw the ACC came out today as of this recording. And I didn't get a chance to look at this uh, too much. I got to see the Big Ten before the recording. but I, Yeah. I, so... I'll just I'll go over just a few teams real quick as we're counting down towards the end of this first hour. So, uh, Wake Forest projected eleven wins. Uh, can uh, can the claw fence keep rolling without Hartman? Is the objective. Um, I don't okay. know. I don't know what that means. Clemson projected to win ten. Uh, will Dabo Sweeney? Uh, what will Dabo Sweeney do with new coordinators? Well, that's okay. A, um, NC State projected to win nine. Can the Wolfpack finally crack the ten win mark? Is the objective. Uh, Louisville, Loserville, projected to win six. Um, is there enough help for the quarterback Cunningham? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's go down further. Pittsburgh. Schittsburgh. Um What will life look like after the amazing season Pitt had last year? Uh, with uh, their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, being a finalist for the Heisman, and Jordan Addison being the nation's top receiver and both leaving the program. Miami projected to win seven. <laughs> Virginia to win six. Come on, who's the worst team? I want to know who the worst team is. <laughs> Duke, the worst team projected to win three. And the objective is it can't get worse, right? <laughs> oh. You would think, right? <laughs> I don't know who came up with that or whatever, but... Some of those projections make you a little mad. A little is do, the word. Do they add a little to the fire? Oh, it's stoking up flames. Which one makes you the most mad as we count down the last uh, two minutes here? Well, Michigan and Ohio State. I, I'm just, I'm just tired of hearing Michigan, Ohio State. I could give two flying monkeys rear ends about those two schools. Penn State, I'm mad about because it's just, okay, oh, let's shit on Penn State just so we can shit on Penn State. Mm. You know, the ACC, Clemson, 10 wins. Their time is done. Then Clemson's over. Cle- Clemson is done over with. They had their window of opportunity. It's done. Okay. You know, the Wolfpack, I don't know. Pittsburgh, I could give two shits less. Pardon the pun. Louisville, I think, I hate to say this, but I think I could see them winning more games than what? Six. Six. Yeah, they were projected I I see them winning more more than six games. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number. But it's more than six. Think they'll be a contender in the ACC this year? Loserville will? 
Not really. I'm, I'm, but the, but you just see them winning more than half their games. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, at one time, Duke football was on the rise. It was, and then <laughs> blew up. <laughs> it just I don't know. I, it, this it, 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 it's, just, it's a preview. I mean, this it, is somebody. This is somebody who is guessing. He's at, a. And that he's just guessing as to what could happen. Reel it in, Mike. Reel it in. <laughs> because a... you almost let one fly. He's enough an idiot! <laughs> okay. Seven down. Seven down. I get it. I get it. You 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 mad you, you disagree with this person's perspective. I get it. But Effing I, idiot! I'm just saying. I'm not yelling at you. I know, I, just, no, I know, no, no. but but I'm I'm just letting you. I know. want to throw is, something against the wall. This is a preview. It's just a preview. This is one person's preview perspective. I was just just saying I, what I, Charlie. I, I didn't go into too much detail. If I went into any more detail, we would have ran out of time. But so <clears throat> keep keep it in, man. Woosa, remember your pressure points. <laughs> Remember your pressure points. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for this hour before we go nuclear uh, with Mike here. So <laughs> he's entering in the launch codes. I better stop him. So, guys, sit tight, and uh, hopefully we can defuse this, uh, and um, Mike won't go total thermal nuclear on us in the second hour. I'm co-host Charlie. And I'm co-host Mike. We'll see you soon. In the penalty box.